Hello, and welcome to Nurse Narrative, the Auburn University School of Nursing podcast, where we invite you to join our story. In this episode, our hosts interview two of our academic advisors about applying to nursing school. Welcome back to Nurse Narrative. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your host, Kelly Strickland, here with your co-host, Miss Megan Jones. How are you doing? I'm good. It's good to be back. Um, we had a good holiday break and first week back trying to get our feet underneath us. I know mm-hmm. Well, I am. I assume you are too. Yes. Um, but it's been a good week. It's good to be back. Good to get back in the swing of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We had the flu over the break. Oh, no. So that was yeah. not fun. Yeah. Um, but you have some exciting news. You have a new family member. We do. We do. We have um, over the holidays, we um, added a puppy to our family. So Tucker, he's a sweet little little pup. He is half lab, half golden retriever. So we're enjoying him. He's been a fun addition to the family. Yeah, it's so fun. And the pictures are just delightful. Thank you. It makes me miss when our puppies were that young. They're Mm -hmm. 10 years old now, so they're Mm -hmm. not that sweet. And fuzzy. I'm sure they're sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we are going to uh, talk a little bit about our guests. Why don't you introduce them for us? Sure, I'd love to. Yeah, absolutely. So we, um, for today's episode, we had the opportunity to sit down with two of our academic advisors. We're very fortunate in the School of Nursing. We have um, three wonderful academic advisors and today had the opportunity to sit down with two of them. And so we had... Um, Miss Pam Hennessy, she has actually been with the School of Nursing since 2001. Wow. Yeah. She time. was here when I was a student. That's so fun. Yeah. I remember, you know, meeting her and talking with her and she was wonderful then. And now I know She's even more wonderful. how wonderful she is yeah. Yeah, as, her, as her colleague. So um, so Pam joins us on our com- in our conversation and then Miss Stephanie Wood. And Stephanie has been with Auburn since 2012. Mm-hmm. First, she was a development coordinator um, in 2014. She became a student coordinator. And then in 2018, um, an academic advisor. And so we're so thankful to have her as an academic advisor. She does a great job. Um, she's very passionate about what she does. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is also, and I may not say this correctly, so forgive me, but she is the NACADA Alabama State Liaison. So okay. she represents us well. Well, let's uh, let's jump into our episode. Okay, Pam and Stephanie, thank you all so much for being here today. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we're real excited to do our first podcast. Yeah, At least mine, anyway. Have you ever been on a podcast, Stephanie? I haven't. This is my first time. Cool. Well... We're so excited to have y'all. Um, so we wanted to just ask a couple of different questions about the admissions process and um, how you know if nursing is for you, if you're a prospective student who is interested in nursing school and um, what different pathways to nursing are available. So lots of different things to cover with you guys today. So um, let's just start with our first question. Why is admission to a nursing program so competitive if there's a shortage of nurses? nationally well i think it's really a great time to be a nurse um according to the bureau of labor and statistics employment projections um, registered nurses are listed among the top occupation in terms of job growth through like the year 2026 so there are a lot of people who are um, gravitating toward nursing for that reason um Unfortunately, nursing schools are not able to meet that demand right now. So Mm -hmm. it it does make it very competitive, whether you're looking at a four-year institution or a two-year institution um, to get that registered nursing degree. Um, 
it's it's difficult. So uh, one of the reasons is, you know, a lot of faculty, a lot of institutions have a faculty shortage. Yeah. Um, so that that makes it difficult to increase enrollment. I know around here uh, we're competing with other institutions in our area for clinical spots. Yeah. And so uh, you've got to look at how many hospitals, how many clinics mm-hmm. um, that you can send your students out to to get that experience that they're going to need to get their degree as well. Um, so it, it it's it's a problem, you know, all across the nation, um, yeah. regardless of whether it's a four year or a two year. But I think a lot of places are making great strides. I know our program in particular has, um, it, you know, increased steadily over mm-hmm. the last five years, uh, gradually. And um, we've hired more faculty than we've ever had. So that's helped. And then we're we're trying to increase our clinical yeah. locations yeah. in this area too. Yeah. And that is really you're absolutely right. That's so difficult. You are you are very limited um, just by your the resources in the community. How you know we send out students to these clinical sites, but if there aren't a lot of clinical sites, we can't take a lot of students, you know? So that's absolutely that's a really good point. So Stephanie, you got anything that you want to add to that? Yeah, I think um, simulation is really kind of being on the forefront of this and helping with some of the deficits in clinical locations and being able to really kind of standardize that care and what experiences students have. So we have a state-of-the-art simulation space here that we're working on and 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 getting that to the point that it can help us increase admissions and and help us with that. Yeah, that shortage, but um, it's a it's a process and it takes time to do that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm so glad you talked about Sims, <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're absolutely right. That's something that we're looking at um, as a means to kind of um, combat that difficulty with clinical placements and and um, like and I'm glad that you mentioned as well to give quality experiences across the board that we can do that with simulation. But again, as Pam mentioned, then then you run into a manpower faculty kind of challenge there as well. So so you're right, it's a process and it takes time. Um, but we certainly have done a lot to start moving in the right direction. So thank y'all for sharing that. That's helpful to understand kind of the bigger picture versus just, well, why can't we just admit more students? Yeah, so for sure. So if you um, were talking with a, a prospective student, <clears throat> what do you think are some of the ways that they can know if nursing is right for them? What are y'all suggestions for that? So I think when you are thinking about being a nurse or you're talking um, to someone about being a nurse, the first question, and I know even for when we do our interviews in our admission process, it's almost a staple question of why do you want to be a nurse? You hear Mm -hmm. that often. And I think um, kind of the standard answer for that that we hear the majority of the time is that they want to help people. The Mm -hmm. difference being that there's a lot of people in this world that want to help people. and, And I think... As, as you're considering being a nurse, you need to think about how do you want to help people? Mm. Nursing is so vast. You can do anything from working with children to working in oncology, which is cancer, to working in orthopedics or mental health. There's so many varieties of nursing that you can do. And so to be able to answer that question of, is nursing for me? You really need to get some experience, get mm-hmm. out there, um, Shadow some nurses, even work in a hospital can help you determine if nursing is what you want to do. 
Nursing has its rewards, but it can also be very demanding and challenging mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. So thinking about this as a career isn't just I want to help people. It's Mm -hmm. much more than that. And so the more that you are putting yourself in a situation where you can see yourself doing something and realizing for yourself, yes, I can see myself doing this every day and that I know the impact I'm going to make. Yes, there are are negatives, just like there are in any career, but the positives for me outweigh the negatives. That's going to help you really kind of push forward and say, you know what, nursing is for me. Um, and nursing is going to get tough. You know, college is tough. Nursing school is tough. The career itself is very stressful. So really kind of knowing that answer um, and having the experience in a, a variety of areas really kind of confirms, hopefully would confirm in that person, yes, this is what I want to do. One of the great things about nursing is that while you're going to get experience in all these different areas, You may find an area that you don't really particularly care for, but you don't have to work in that area for the rest of your life. And Mm -hmm. so you may go through these, you know, volunteer or shadowing experiences or even clinical experiences in in a nursing program and realize, hey, I do not want to work with pediatrics or Mm -hmm. I don't want to work in this area. But you don't have to necessarily. And so um, that's that's one of the things I like about nursing. And of course, I'm not a nurse, but, you know, there's not many occupations that you can do that with. That's right. Yeah. I love to tell my students, especially if I get a chance to see them before they actually come to college, is to challenge yourself. Mm. You think pediatrics is what you want to do or labor and delivery. Challenge yourself to to experience something different. Mm. Even if you provide yourself a non-example of, you know what, orthopedics definitely isn't for me because I can't handle the bone cracking or whatever mm-hmm. it is that, that yeah. it could be your negative. Yeah. Um, but if anything else, when you're asked that question, you may not know your your hard yes. Like, I want to be a pediatric nurse because of this reason. But you can say, you know what? I shadowed an orthopedic nurse. Not my thing because of this. Um, but challenging yourself and getting yourself out there, even in examples that you you just may find your passion you, in places that you didn't really expect. Mm-hmm. And sometimes figuring out what you don't like not sometimes it is just as important as figuring out right. what you do like you That's know exactly so the right. more you can get out there and do that and kind of figure those things out i think y'all y'all are right on target with that i mean as someone who's experienced that as a nursing student and then mm-hmm. as a nurse trying to figure it out what y'all are saying is absolutely true mm-hmm. you know you just sometimes what you think you're going to love you don't and the thing that you think you're going to be miserable doing you love so that's it's right. just but like pam said that's one of the neatest parts of being a nurse is Mm -hmm. that you can move and change and grow and evolve. And so, yeah. That's awesome. So what processes do our students kind of go through to gain admission into one of our programs? So for our traditional BSN program, students typically, uh, the first step would be to apply to the university and be accepted to the university. Once they're accepted to the university, our students go through prerequisite courses during their freshman and sophomore year um, that have to be completed before they start our upper division. So they'll work on university core courses, things you would have to have for any degree. But then um, 
specifically for our major, some of the most important classes are going to be the science courses. So we require five sciences with labs. um, And then other courses in addition to that would be things like nutrition, human development, statistics. And those are common among um, four-year nursing programs um, and a lot of the two-year nursing programs as well. But for for our program, they would do again do a second application. So in addition to applying to the university, um, they would do a second application, typically after approximately three semesters here at Auburn, into for to enter the upper division part of our nursing program. And so it's a two-step application process, and they don't have to be finished with all of the prerequisites at the time they apply, but they finish them up before they enter the nursing program, before they start their first semester. Um, So as far as... um, That's the application process. Mm -hmm. Criteria, things that we look for are going to be their grades on those prerequisite courses, Um, in particular, those science grades. Those are the biggest predictors of how successful a student would be in the upper division. So we're going to look really closely at those science courses. Uh, We also have an interview as part of the admission process. Uh, We'll give preference to Auburn students. So Uh, We prefer that students take the majority of their courses here at Auburn. And then the last piece of the puzzle is having that experience get out. We want to see you shadowing or volunteering in and around nurses in whatever area, whether it's a doctor's hospital, doctor's office, hospital, nursing home, that kind of thing. We want you to see what nurses are doing um, before you apply to the program. So, um, those, those, that's the criteria that we look at when we're admitting a student to the program. And that's specifically for Auburn. When you're looking at nursing across the board, um, the biggest thing for, for students and parents to understand is that nursing admissions typically happens in, well in advance of them actually starting nursing school. Mm-hmm. So we have our application process in the fall, but we are admitting for the following summer and fall. So even, you know, close to a year after the time that they apply. So, and that's across the board with other institutions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, even two-year institutions are taking applications currently for a fall semester. So if you're thinking about nursing school, if this is what you want to do, that health-related experience is really important. Also knowing the timeline for the institutions that you want to apply to and and I think Pam would agree with me. Don't just apply to one place. Apply to several different places. You want to have more offers on the table than not any offers at all because mm-hmm. it is so competitive like we've talked sure. about. So um, there are some great institutions out there with some great nursing programs. Nursing is obviously one of them and a great option. I'm a little biased, but there are other other options out there too mm-hmm. that they can consider. And that's pretty common. I feel like the things that we look at you know, here at Auburn are very common across the board. Those are the things that are pretty much nationally. And I I mean, I would assume globally, but I don't know. (laughs) But nationally, I mean, that's what schools are looking for, those things. Um, And I I like the idea, Pam, that you said, you know, have a little bit of experience that kind of ties in, Stephanie, to what you were saying about know the reason that you want to help people and why nursing is the path for you to help them. That's kind of how you're going to find that answer, you know, by through, you know, getting experience. So um, that's good. 
So Pam, you kind of outlined the process for our traditional students, but you also mentioned that um, we look at, uh, you know, students who started at Auburn and are continuing through, you know, who were admitted as freshmen and consider that in our admission process. But we do accept transfer students, correct? We so do. is there a process that you want to outline with that or what what would be the distinction there? Anything that um, somebody considering Auburn, since we outlined so clearly the traditional program, is there anything we want to highlight about that process? So for students transferring into our program, we would recommend contacting an advisor here as soon as possible, as soon as you think you might want to come to Auburn, um, because we can help guide you through that transfer process and make sure you're taking the courses that will transfer here where you're currently attending. Also, you know, we, we want to strike a good balance of, um, yes, we accept students into our program who have zero hours at Auburn each time, but we we would prefer you to get here as soon as possible. And um, right now, on average, students who've been accepted for our last cohort have about nine hours of transfer credit in non-science courses. So we we would prefer you to take your science at Auburn, but it would be, you know, fine to take a history, philosophy, literature, other things. And we can help you with, through that process if you contact us early um, and, and work with you on that. And the reason for that, I imagine, is because if they take those science courses at Auburn, we have the ability to know more with more certainty what type of what education specifically they received mm-hmm. within those science courses. Is that correct? Because mm-hmm. it's within our institution so we can see the syllabi and things like that. And, That's right. Okay. And you're also thinking about creating a foundation for some of those upper division science courses. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we have five pre-nursing science courses that we require, biology, chemistry, microbiology, anatomy and physiology one and two microbiology anatomy and physiology one and two really set a nice firm foundation for pathophysiology when they actually come into nursing school Mm -hmm. pharmacology really kind of knowing the processes for that so when they take those at a community college um, they they would have a foundation but just like you said at what point um, do we differentiate between Auburn and another institution and then you also want to think too a lot of times when you're taking them at a community college you take them sometimes even your freshman year. So when you have anatomy and physiology, that retention of knowledge, you have to retain that much Mm -hmm. longer um, than if you were to take it your sophomore year and then flow into nursing school in your summer of your sophomore, right? Or fall of your junior. So yeah, it's it's much easier. The the sooner they get here, the more competitive they're going to be in our application process. Well, that kind of feeds right into the next question, which is, you know, what pathways to nursing are available for students who apply? So we talked a little bit about the the traditional BSN program, but we have other programs. Mm-hmm. So what are those pathways kind of available? One of the ones that's fairly new um, and we're even kind of expanding on it is our RN to BSN program. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a traditional bridge program where a student would obtain an associate's degree at a community college. They would then apply to our program once they've completed the associates program. They could start here. Currently, the curriculum is three semesters online. So within a year, they could have a bachelor's degree from Auburn in nursing. um, and, And they could even be working during that year. Also, mm-hmm. um, and then the extension to that is we also have um, we're working with some 
local community colleges where we're doing what's called a concurrent R and a BSN degree. So they are obtaining their associate's degree at a community college and then also obtaining the bachelor's portion of that almost at the same time. Mm -hmm. In fact, you would graduate with your associate's degree, continue your education for one more semester, and then graduate with your bachelor's from Auburn. So um, it's an amazing, an amazing degree Mm -hmm. that we've really kind of fleshed out and and we're really excited to roll that out starting fall of 2020 fall okay i didn't realize it was that soon that's Mm -hmm. so exciting yeah i mean what an awesome opportunity that's right i would say that the majority of our bsn graduates want to go on and get a graduate degree of some Mm -hmm. sort and so um, we offer um, a nurse practitioner option a nurse educator option um and then a dnp which is a uh, doctor of nursing practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you guys are are pretty much involved in all of it, right? <laughs> you work very closely with all of our all of our people. So we do. We, do. we have our hand in several cookie jars. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that has been incredibly helpful. What, um, in you guys' opinion, what are some pieces of advice that you would give as an academic advisor to prospective students? So my my largest advice that I have for students um, is knowing your why. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can start as early as high school. So why are you here? Why are you here at Auburn? Why are you in nursing at the specific institution that you're in? Knowing that will help when things get difficult. Mm-hmm. And they are. Yeah. College is going to get difficult, mm-hmm. um, whether it's life while you're in college, the courses that you're taking in college. Mm-hmm. As you both know, nursing school is specifically difficult. <laughs> um, getting your licensure, your career, if you can continually renew that answer of why you are here, then when it does get difficult, you can see that light at the end of the tunnel. Of th- There are positives to this. There is a calling here. There is, there is something that I am looking for that I can get through this tunnel, this this hardship that I'm in, um, and push through and, and really be successful and and, um, and motivated to complete. Mm, that's, that's the largest great. advice that I, I normally give my students. Mm-hmm. I would say um, forming a good relationship with your advisor is going to be very important because, like Stephanie said, things are going to get tough. Mm-hmm. Um, it may get tough academically, and I would encourage everyone to seek help as early as possible mm-hmm. um, for that. But I mean, not only in going to an advisor to to get academic help, you know, life gets tough too. Mm-hmm. And so things happen outside of academic in your family, mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, we can help, adv- advisors can help point students and refer students to um, other areas yeah. um, of resources for help when things get tough in that area. Um, you know, we're great. It's giving recommendations on doctors to go see locally, yeah. where to get your car service, those sure. kind of things. Yeah. Um, so forming a good, strong relationship with your advisor to get that assistance um, when you're farther away from home, whether it's academic yeah. or um, personal. Yeah, for sure. It's a great resource. And don't give up. 
If nursing is what you want to do, don't give up. Mm-hmm. Um, Auburn nursing is one pathway. We were just talking about the pathways, but there are several ways that you can become a great nurse. Mm-hmm. If ner- Auburn nursing is not it, then what is it? There's associate degree programs with bridge programs. You can apply to nursing as a second degree student. There are even some institutions across the nation that offer accelerated uh, degrees that mm-hmm. you can go into and have a nursing degree within 18 to 24 months. So, if nursing is what you want to do, do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you we all have a, a plan, a, a pathway that we want to complete mm-hmm. our goals on. And there are roadblocks that happen, whether mm-hmm. it be our grades or life, sometimes happens, finances sometimes get in the way. Whatever the case is, those are just roadblocks. Doesn't mean that you can't find a way around those roadblocks. Yeah. Um, take a detour, take a couple of left turns, get back on track, find out how you can still be a nurse even with those roadblocks. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we tell our students all the time to have a parallel plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, most most people would be familiar with with a backup plan. It's the same thing. So if, if Auburn nursing is not it, what's your backup plan? What mm-hmm. are you going to go to to still be a nurse? If that's mm-hmm. what you want to do, go, go with it wholeheartedly yeah. um, and push through some of the difficult times. That's awesome. Y'all are so gracious to give your time to come and speak with us today. Thank y'all. Um, you are two um, wonderful academic advisors. You're not the only ones. There's more, you know, there's more, but we just really appreciate your experience and your knowledge and your time and um, your wisdom that you've given today. So absolutely. Thanks thank for you. letting us share it. Yeah. All right. If y'all ever come up with a theme song for the podcast, I'd be happy to sing it for sing you. Sing it for us. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. That's right. That's right. That's well, right. we'll have to, uh, we'll have to start we can start writing that, that this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Okay. We'll send you some drafts. <laughs> I'm uh, an alto. By okay, the way. alto. All right, me too. Me too. I'm also an alto. Okay, that's great. Um, okay, well, to the listener, thank you so much for spending time with us today and uh, take good care. <laughs>